Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Solo, dolo, Scarface, no Manolo. I'm alone. Win Casino, Blue Wire Studios, and we're here to discuss the undisputed fight that may not happen. Why? Because Mauricio Suleiman is stepping in. Somehow, Callum Smith has some sort of leverage, an IOU by the WBC. But we love to keep the same energy around here. So what we want to happen is the same thing that we want Earl to do, the same thing that Ugas did, the same thing that should always apply whenever you're trying to unify all four of these belts to create one undisputed champion. Right now, Arthur Betterbiev holds many of those four titles. You have Bivol holding the last remaining title of the WBA. He defended that successfully against Canelo Alvarez and then again against Gilberto Ramirez. This is the fight to make. And unfortunately, it looks like it may not happen because the WBC wants Dimitri Bivol to apply for an exemption because he's Russian. It's like... Don't we have enough with the politics of boxing that we have to truly bring in now the politics of the world? I don't give a fuck that he's Russian. I don't care what's going on. He's a boxer and he's living here. He don't even live in Russia. He's not even a resident of Russia. This is all political and some will say that the WBC may have overstepped. They may call them greedy. Because if you apply for an exemption, what exactly does that mean? <laughs> Why apply if it's free? It evidently isn't free. Now, granted, Mauricio told us exemptions are free. Petitions are free. But why? Right? Like, he needs to hear it from the managers of Bivol that he would like to fight for Undisputed and he would like the WBC to give him an exemption because he's a Russian that has nothing to do with a Russian war taking place with the Ukraine. Like, how does that involve Dmitry Bivol because where he may have lived or he may have been born? Boxing has to do better. It's not even fair that the fight fans are going to be subjected to not getting this fight because of these politics. Now, it's not like the WBC is just coming right out and singling out a Dimitri Bivol. This has been their stance for a while, and they're just continuing that stance. But, like I said, they said they wouldn't sanction Russian-born fighters, and that's understandable, but what about guys like Bivol that have relocated and do live somewhere else? They are residents of a different country. And Bivol wasn't even born in Russia. Okay, so he's like Thomas Delorme, who has Dominican blood running through his body. Born in St. Martin, raised in Puerto Rico, and claims that he's Puerto Rican. 
So is Bivol American because he was born in Kyrgyzstan, lived a brief time in Russia, and now resides in America? Does that make him American? Does that make him Russian? Is he from Kyrgyzstan? Does it even matter? Is it not the fight to make? Arthur Better Beef is 38, and he's wasted no time in gathering as many belts as he can. And now it seems that we're going to get a roadblock due to the politics of the WBC. You know, is there some sort of finances attached to this exemption? Do they send over the blank envelope? Puffy like a pillow? Because I, I, I don't get it. It's like, oh, yeah, they, they, he can apply for an exemption. So you apply for this uh, alleged exemption, and what? Now they approve it, so now, you know, they get their sanction? I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Why only in boxing... <laughs> where we get so many roadblocks. Only in boxing where we create different interference for the best fighting the best. Anywhere else, this wouldn't even be a topic of conversation. But boxing is the wild, wild west. And uh, this is what we got. Now, the real curveball is that Callum Smith seems to be on deck on behalf of the WBC, and that's who it looks like the WBC wants to fight better be of next. I don't even know what Callum Smith did to deserve a shot. I don't know who he fought that made him a mandatory. I don't know how he became next in line. But undisputed should trump all of that. Undisputed should be something that we seek out first. Bivol and Better Beef should be given a time to negotiate, a time frame to negotiate and try and get this fight over the hump. For Bivol especially, he should be pushing for this, and he is. He's made it clear he's not in it for the money. And, and they asked him, if you, if you were given the opportunity at a Canelo rematch or a Arthur Better be a fight, what would you want? And he said, the better be a fight. You know? He understands that this is a legacy fight for him. And to stamp his name and show the world that he is the true light heavyweight champion, especially when there is a 100% knockout ratio. Arthur Betterbiev is a 100% knockout ratio. I believe he has 19 fights, 19 KOs, you know, perfect record. And they build him up as a puncher, unlike Virgil Ortiz, who also has 19 wins, 19 KOs but he's not built up as this perfect 100% puncher. Why? Because Golden Boy drops the ball, obviously. 
I do want to go ahead and start a poll because I, I, I am curious to see how people would pick a winner in this particular fight. Who do you see winning? Is it the better boxer in Bivol, who seems like maybe he can stay on the outside and box like he did in the Canelo fight? Not to say that he was always on the outside in that fight. So we're going to go with a who wins and how poll. And we'll keep the options very simple to KOs and decisions. We're also going to have Floyd Schofield on the show, which is good since we just had Keyshawn Davis. And since the Keyshawn Davis news just broke of potential opponent, it's going to be interesting to have Floyd Schofield uh, Jr., I don't know if we're getting senior as well, but we'll keep our fingers crossed for the best. Uh, that being said, almost done creating our poll. And then I would want you guys, obviously, to go ahead and participate, letting our audience know who you believe will win and how. Um, Arthur Better Be versus Dimitri Bivol, who wins? How? Let the voting begin. Now, Better Beef obviously known to be a puncher. And uh, he's been able to knock out everybody. It doesn't matter the level. The more he steps up, the more he knocks them out. Um, so can Bivol withstand the power? I feel like also, Bivol and Better Beef may have faced each other in the amateurs. That's going to be up to one of you guys to go research. Don't have the time. And Danny's not here today where I could, you know, maybe um, take a, a quick second to search and find out. Uh, so, according to the WBC, I have that tweet pulled up here. And if we could get a screen share, gentlemen, as you can see here, according to the WBC, President Mauricio Suleiman has reiterated that the WBC will still currently have a ban on Russian fighters, hence why he expects Arthur Betterbeef to defend his title versus Callum Smith next and not have an undisputed fight with Dimitri Bivol. He said Bivol would have to request an exception. Now, this is what I'm saying. Why? Like, I don't even know. Uh, Bivol's fight is a, is a, is a, is a WBA belt. Um, has the mandatory been called already? Has the mandatory been called already? And is there no time to bypass said mandatory Maybe like Ugas paid step-aside money to Amantis Thanonius so that he could face uh, Earl in a three-belt unification. If I could get another screen share here, this is just to prove, again, that Dmitry Bivol was not born in Russia. So all this is just bullshit. You know? Uh, I, I, I don't get it. Look, it states there he moved to St. Petersburg, Russia when he was 11. 
or actually, what? Dimitri was born and raised in Kyrgyzstan until the age of 11 when he moved to St. Petersburg, Russia. So again, at the age of 11 is when he went over there and somehow he's being labeled as a Russian when it's clear as day his mother was not born in Russia. His mother is Korean, born in Kazakhstan, same country as Gennady Golovkin. Then they moved to Kyrgyzstan after graduating and marrying. So I, I don't understand how this man is being singled out and how they're attempting to politically hold him from possibly dethroning the boogeyman in Dimitri, excuse me, in Arthur Betterbeef. Because I, I feel like Arthur will get the majority of the votes. I think people will lean towards him because of his perfect resume and the names that he's been able to knock out. I mean, knocking out Marcus Brown, knocking out uh, Vazdek, Adonis. No, did he not do Adonis, right? It was uh, Pascal, maybe. I mean, it's just too many. Anybody he's faced, Joe Smith, he, he smokes their boots. So... Definitely, definitely interested to see how this plays out and how the promoter of Dimitri Bivol handles it. You know, he's promoted by Matchroom's Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn has a great relationship with not just Mauricio Suleiman, but with many of the sanctioning bodies. And he understands how this game needs to be navigated. And I'm just wondering if he's going to be able to possibly send some sort of correspondent email texts to Mauricio Suleiman and uh, maybe getting this done for Bivol, who he promotes, but he simultaneously promotes Callum Smith. So as a matchroom company, your hands are in the air. You don't care where they fall because either way, you get the fight, then you get the next fight, right? You know, if Callum's got to go first, Eddie's not mad, Callum gets a shot, to take the belts away from top rank and bring them back to the zone. That doesn't work out? Cool. Now, Dimitri gets a shot to take the belts away from the boogeyman and bring them back home. So I know that Eddie is involved and interested because it means business for him. Why has the WBC dragged it out? Knowing that this man doesn't live in Russia, knowing that he doesn't reside in Russia, why is he being held to these same standards? So Thomas is saying it's not the time or money. It's the Russian connection. And it's not about me understanding it. I hear you, brother, but I mean, this guy's a fighter. He was always been an international fighter because of his amateur success. So again, you know, how much time did he really spend in Russia? Because he ain't that old. You know, he's 32. And he started his career in 2014, you know. So it, it, it it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, where the pieces and the players may fall, you know. Is Arthur even up for a Callum Smith fight? And, and do the WBC allow us to get the undisputed after Callum Smith, you know? Is that 
something that's negotiable? Is that something that they'd be willing to do? Or are they only willing to completely shut this fight down and continue to do what they do to us as boxing fans? No Wilder AJ. No Earl Crawford. No, you know, Zoo and Jamel Charlo. I mean, we just get told no, no, no. And it's... uh. It sucks. Certainly does. You know, to have an undisputed fight just fall apart like this and fall by the wayside for politics we can't understand, it's crazy. But we're going to Los Angeles. We got Big Balls. Nino, what up? Yo, what's good? Y'all Y'all hit that like and subscribe button. With the whole uh, Better Be Of and Bavar situation, I don't really care to see Better Be a fight Colin Smith. I don't even know why they trying to order that. I think uh, him knocking out Colin Smith or beating him, that ain't going to move the needle no more than what it already is. Everybody want to see the undisputed fight. Canelo already beat up Colin Smith a couple years ago. So, like I said, that ain't making me get any more anxious for the fight. I just want to see football and Better Be a I ain't going to come up here and act like I'm the light, heavy guru. I don't even know about that division too much. There's only a couple names that I truly know and shit. Of all the best one out of all of them that I ain't seen, so shit better be really the only one who people think could even knock Bavall off, especially after what he did to Canelo. So shit, if I was in Bavall's situation, if they going to make uh, Callum Smith fight uh, better be shit, I'll go down uh fight Canelo again, get that payday, take all his belts, and then shit, go back up, and then fight better BF for Undisputed again. That's what I'd do if I was Bavar, but like you said, he don't care about Canelo. He want to, you feel me, get to the big fights, and that's how I feel like we need to get back to it, make the best fights happen, and all this bullshit they doing trying to stop it. I don't, I don't even like that move. I think that's messing up boxing, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody trying to pay or watch Callum Smith versus Better BF because don't nobody believe he can win no way. You know what I'm saying? It's like we need to keep the ball moving and keep this shit going, make the biggest fights happen. And that's all I got on this card, man. I'll get with you tomorrow. Y'all hit that like and subscribe button. All right, champ. Thank you for calling in. We do appreciate it. You know the number to call, 1425-569-5241. If you want to voice your opinion, we're talking... The undisputed fight that looks like it may not happen. Instead, it looks like the WBC wants to slide in Callum Smith to face Arthur Better Beave before anything else happens. And uh, don't forget, we're going to have Johnny Fisher and Christopher Lovejoy on the show this Friday. And it's going down, man. These guys are really promoting. Uh, I've had to repost now so many posts already as they're, they're letting their audiences know that they'll be on the show on Friday. And, uh, yeah, man, we appreciate the support and the opportunity to be able to interview both these guys and give you the unofficial official press conference. So shout out to Johnny Fisher and Chris Lovedoy that uh, not only reached out, but but chose us, man. We appreciate it. For sure, for sure.
So, once again, the number to call is 1425-569-5241. If you want to voice your opinion, right here, Voice of the People Hotline. 1425-569-5241. So we also are having Floyd Schofield today in a matter of minutes. So we're just waiting for him to connect. And we're going to be having some conversation with him. As we did with Keyshawn, we'll go over his performance as we did with Keyshawn and just get his thoughts. I'm sure he's already seen our interview with Keyshawn as Key was very vocal. And, uh, yeah, had, had some choice words for he and his, doll, his, his, his father, uh, Floyd Schofield Sr. So, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's good. What's this, a new boxing movie? Is this the mic? Oh, Big George Foreman gets a movie. Okay, Big George getting his own movie. Uh-oh, I'm going to have to share this. That's what I'm talking about. Boxing on the rise. Shout out Fandango. It's already out-out. Oh, wow. I had no clue, honestly. I guess we're going to have to do a review on that. Let me put that in the pre-pro. Shout out to Big George. That's right. So Friday, man, join us for our first press conference right here in the win. We'll have both heavyweight fighters. They've been building this fight up on social media. I want to say over a year easy. Johnny Fisher and the Rumford Bull. Excuse me, Johnny Fisher, who is the Rumford Bull? And Christopher Lovejoy. Lovejoy even has a tune-up. So I think it might finally happen. You know, they, again, there's been a lot of talk about this potential fight for some time now, but it's looking like it's coming. It's looking like it's coming, man. Um, we got to we gotta credit, you know, SJ Boxing if they allow this one to happen. And... And it, and it looks like we are connecting now with Floyd Schofield Jr. Coming off a great performance. In my opinion, anyway, right? I mean, Keyshawn had different uh, opinion over the performance of Floyd Schofield. I thought I seen shades of Tank in there with the explosiveness. Um, I was definitely impressed with his stamina. In my opinion, he didn't tire. His endurance was perfect. Everything he threw had power. So, you know, when you miss or power shots in general, definitely deplete you. The young man came ready. I know that Keyshawn played, downplayed that. He said on this level, everybody shouldn't gas. So, you know, maybe Keyshawn knows more as the actual fighter. Maybe fighters that take it serious don't gas. I'm not sure. I was just pleased to see that he didn't gas. Pleased to see that everything is thrown with power from, from different angles. Some can even argue awkward angles. 
that you may not be ready for. Um, but, yeah, man, we definitely are excited to get him on. I, I think we're trying to still get him to connect. Okay, okay. I mean, that's probably the dad. If you want to just go with whoever's there first, it's all good. Yeah, because maybe the dad will is probably going to join him, or maybe it was the son before the dad. But I do hear somebody, Floyd Schofield Jr., Sr., who's there? Okay, it's Jr. What up, champ? Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, Damn, did we wake you? You sound tired. You was taking a nap? Nah, I'm, I'm, I kind of got a cold. I came back to Texas and it's freezing. Oh, man, listen, it's freezing out here in Vegas, bro. Jesus. <laughs> 50 degrees is freezing to me, but believe me, it gets lower than that out here. It was like 31 the other night. How you doing, uh, like senior? Bless, bless. How you doing, I'm good, man. I feel horrible. I feel like it's been maybe a year or two since we've even interviewed, man. I, now I feel like I'm a bandwagon fan. Why would you feel that, brother? Because, I, I, you know, I would have rather kept the relationship going. Now you got this big performance. Now, you know, your name is buzzing with Keyshawn, and now I come. I feel like I wish I would have been there from the beginning uh, the way we started. But nonetheless, you're here now and you're making names the way that you said a long time ago when when you was on this show. And I think you might have had an... Um, we had like a, a kind of a, a face-off with you and Bill. Um, but you, you, you've you definitely brought everything you said way back then into fruition. And, and here you guys are. You're signed with a major. Before the major, you went with, you know, Davies Entertainment and made a name for yourselves in Texas, and uh, man, now it's like only the top from here. I, I seen in the WBA, I believe you're number 12 or 11. No, number 10. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Number yeah, it's, 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 it's actually It's actually number nine, Floyd. Okay, you watch it manifest before your eyes. I told you beforehand. You sure did. It's a good thing, it's a good thing. It's good for boxing. Like the Keyshawn and Floyd thing is good for boxing. Prospects should be fighting. You know, why they acting like they the champion? We understand the champion picking and choosing. You know, he's the champion. He earned that right. But a prospect, we supposed to all be rocking to get to number one. And Keyshawn is a silver medalist. So why shouldn't kid call out the top person he can reach? But, um, you know, it's fun. We love us. It's good for boxing. How realistic is a fight like that? And uh, and I'll be specific. I know that there was a time in this sport where we used phrases like cross the street or cold war, but we're starting to see contracts between fighters and promoters um, be, I guess, open to making cross-promotion fights. Demetrius Andre revealed that uh, not only was his contract with the zone structured in that way where he could go to another network if the fight required it, but also now his contract with PBC is the same thing. I don't know your situation, but how do you see a Schofield Jr. and Keyshawn fighting who Michael Coppinger just announced as Emmanuel to go? Um, 
that's up to the fans. The fans is the ones that that fill the arenas, the the media like yourself. Y'all the ones who bring it to the people. The people demanded. I mean, top rank and Golden Boy work together all the time. It's it's a no brainer. If it, if it makes sense to the fans, then they talk loud enough. These promoters is gonna put on that fight. People like to make these situations about money. At this level, is it about the money? Uh, would a promoter in Oscar be willing to send Schofield to top rank to potentially lose to a silver medalist and vice versa? Would they be willing to send their guy that they've invested in? And they've invested in Keyshawn. I mean, 7-0, and no, and he's already in the top 10. Um, who? What company do you see willing to take that risk? Okay, now I'm gonna answer that question. Well, first thing, we're not losing, so we're not putting that in the universe. We snatching that right back out of there. Um, but I just believe it makes sense because it will make a lot of money. Because social media, with even the media, right now, you think right now it's a, it's a good money fight right now where those promoters will be willing, or you think it still needs building? No, what I'm saying is it still needs building, but we got to start building. You know, some of these fights don't, it would take a year because of dates, because of whatever. But if we don't start building, how the hell y'all gonna, we gonna build a mega fight? I mean, people, like, let's say Keyshawn is a businessman, so he gonna want six or seven figures. So the building has to start a while. Floyd and Manny build up, started years before, but it has to start. I mean, they the prospects, they the two that's gonna run into each other. It's a no brainer. Who else is gonna be the number one? Who else in this division do y'all really believe could keep up with Floyd? And he's young. He don't have his man strength. He's still learning on the job. He's making mistakes like having his head up, you know, not jab, throwing his jab a lot, but he's 20. That's what's supposed to happen at this age. But as he showed the world, he got a steel chin. They're not going to hurt this boy. I seen him fight guys 180 and get hit. So we ain't worried about that, but Keyshawn don't stand a chance. That's me just talking. But he gone. Go ahead, Floyd. What you feel? What I feel on what? On Keyshawn. I, I'm sorry. I done took over your interview and everything. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, I know. My throat's sore anyway. Um, true. I feel like, you know, I'm not on the business side, so I can't really answer that question. But, you know. You are on the business side. But no, like, I don't, I don't, I'm just here to fight. Like, I don't do nothing. Like other stuff. I, I, I would hope, like, if I get made at the end of this year. Oh, wow. Honest. You know, because, like, I can't just keep saying I'm the best, you know, without proving it. And, you know, he, you know, everybody said, you know, he the, you know, next best prospect. And, you know, Devin Haney and all these other guys, like, soon I'm going to have to fight them to prove to everybody. And also prove to myself, you know, that I'm I'm here. So, you know, I feel like that would be a big fight for the end of this year. You know, because they already got me. I can't say no names, but they already got me, you know, I think my fight after this one fighting a big name. So, yeah. Pardon me for that. So, yeah. so you saying in one fight you gonna be fighting JoJo Diaz? No, that ain't. Whoa. Whoa. That's a, that's I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, that's what we say. I know you ain't so saying, say but you confirmed it with that smile. He saying. He saying on our side of the street. On our side of the street, we don't have. We got something to choose from. On our side of the street, mm -hmm. as they call it. We know Jojo Diaz is there, and he's, I can't say he's a gatekeeper, but he's a good test for us. An amazing, an amazing test, 
and it would be considered a step up for sure. He's a former champion. He's a former Olympian. He's got all the accolades. He beat Tevin Farmer. Tough fight with uh, Gary Russell. You know, he's a, he's a dog. I like Jojo Diaz. That is a test to show us is Schofield the goods. But it's two fights from now. We'll go back to your last performance. I did like it. I had Keyshawn here yesterday. Obviously, you guys got a back and forth, so he wasn't as impressed as me. We we did kind of have some of the same criticism. I felt like, you know, the only thing I seen wrong was like, you ain't use your jab enough. Like, you could have easily made that easy, maybe even got the knockout. But I did get super impressed and excited because while you didn't use the jab, you showed us that you can throw power punches for 10 rounds and not get gas. And I, you know, I, I, I would double down on Keyshawn like, well, you wasn't impressed with it. He didn't get gas. Everything was power. Everything had an angle. Like, he was explosive, so you're supposed to use more energy. So he, you know, yeah. he, br he brushed that off by saying at this level, the level he believes you're on and he's on, you guys should not get gassed. That's normal. You shouldn't be getting gassed. But I, I disagree. I see fighters gas all the time. Yeah, for sure. Like, not everybody got, you know, in the gym 24-7. You know, people get gassed in place. And, you know, he's supposed to say that. And, like, I agree with you because everybody, everybody, even my brother who don't know nothing about boxing was like, you should do the jab mode. I'm like, what? So, you know, it was a learning experience. But wait, hold, hold. No, you got to really tell them, though. Oh, I mean, they got it. They got to know. Yeah. Now he learned to throw his jab, pushing off his front. Hey, I hit your neck down. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but um, both his feet, like go to his Instagram and look. Both his feet was torn open. We just got shoes. We're not gonna yeah. mention the company that got to us that day of the fight. It wasn't broken, and and the sole, Floyd, the sole of both his feet was ripped off. One in the second round and one was like the fifth. So he was fighting without his feet, although he made people think he had feet. So go look at his video right behind the fight. It's only two minutes. So the soles completely came off. Because we seen that one time and they taped it up. Both feet. Both are on. I'm talking about in the fight. The balls of both feet got ripped. And he showed you on the video right there his feet. The skin peeling off and the other one is messed up. So he didn't have none of his power. So that wasn't power shots. On his Instagram, yeah, I was throwing arm shots that whole fight. <laughs> yeah, so he told me to set my dad my feet burning, and I said, "Fuck them feet, go oh, yeah. me. I'm supposed to be get better. Forget them feet. You you about to be a champion. You better forget them feet and work." And that's what he was doing. But he was in pain. That's why his hands was dropping, and he was getting caught because trying to move while your feet is screaming. Yeah, I was getting caught. Let him watch the video. Let him watch the video. So is it two goes. days ago, and you're on your bed? Yeah, he's on. He's on his bed, but it, it, watch it. It show you. The, okay, uh, uh, let me get a screen share, gentlemen. Hey, hey. Oh man, you about to peel the scab off? No, he got to peel the band aid off. Oh, I thought that was skin. Well, the skin went oh. oh, yeah, yeah. That's worse than David Hay. Oh. Damn. So what is that? Is that, like, considered a boil? 
They consider me like a big blister. Blister. So he's trying to hang me. And in my job as a coach, I can Yeah, that won't happen. Whoa, you said especially Devin. We good on that. Yo, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to talk about that session again. Like, did, how did bad? You watch, did you watch the beginning? Did you watch the beginning? Of the video? Uh, the video when Devin and them posted on Floyd in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It had the tweets on there. Right. But but I want the fans to see that so they know we didn't start this. They they came on commenting on his performance, but they didn't know he was in pain. So now go watch the fight and watch him knowing what he's going through. And I believe people seen greatness in it. A guy who kept his composure at that age and still made it through an experienced fighter while being in pain the whole fight. Oh, y'all should have y'all should have seen uh because you know they say I wasn't a dog and whatnot, but I had got cut in that fight. I got a headbutt. And you know, my corner had told me I'm cut. I said, so what? It is what it is. It's a like, fight. Keyshawn not ready for us because it's a fight. Keyshawn is a decorated amateur. And that's a great thing. We respect him for that. But it's a difference. We came from a different background. We came from really grimy trying to grind out the street. He's a fighter by nature. So you ain't going to do nothing to stop him from winning. So Keyshawn not built for that. Keyshawn can't take punches like Floyd. Floyd had to take a punch. So Keyshawn can say whatever he wants. He's a decorated Olympian and we're a fighter. And we would like to share the ring with him. We would like to help him make seven figures because he is a businessman. And I really believe they could both make six and seven figures. It's not personal. I respect the brother. I watch him go through the amateurs. Floyd looked up to him. But this is us testing ourselves. I'm building greatness. I need someone like Keyshawn. I need someone like Devin. How else am I going to show he's great? So, you know, we really look forward to all those fights because we respect those guys, not because we being disrespectful. Those the guys around our area, around our way. That's his version. Yeah. So what's your version? That I dog each and every one of them. But, you know, only time will tell, you know, because it takes two to make the fight. I'm ready to fight, and he sounds like he's ready to fight. Now it's just on our teams to make the fight happen. I mean, I ain't going to front. There is some exciting fights with those names that you mentioned, but you guys got some business to handle on your side of the street that can probably name you as the better fighter without facing those guys because no disrespect to Keyshawn, he's going to fight Emmanuel to go. I think that the public believes William Cepeda is a tougher fighter. He throws, what, 1,400 punches a fight? Like, he's on your oh, side yeah, of the street. Right. And we called him out, too. We called him out, too. We called out Frank Martin. We called out everybody in this division. Keyshawn just the one who decided to jump in the game talking. We called out every single one of them we want to fight. How am I going to prove he's great if he don't fight these great fighters? It's not disrespectful. Bro. These cross-promotion fights that you want, these are all down the future. Or you think any of these, because now you're saying Martin, and Martin is a big fish with the big fish. I don't see PBC sending them over to you guys. Until the fans demand it. 
But unless the media pushing it to the fans that we calling it out, how the fans going to even know to say, yeah, that would be a good fight? Because the, it's the fans that pay the money. This is business. That's all it is. These, he's a 1099 and Keyshawn a 1099. They're not signed to... Truthfully, they're the businessmen. These people work for them, the promoter. The promoter's supposed to find a fight. We bring in a fight to the promoter and say, let's make it work. Let's make money together. No promoter going to say no if the fans going to fill up that arena. And if he's a businessman, this is business. We taking it direct to consumer. That's all we doing. This is business. And I believe my guy that I train would destroy them too. Easy. Because they amateur fighters. An amateur don't know how it feel when his face break. An amateur don't know how it feel when his rib break. It's a whole different ball game. So he can sit there and say that, but we got the receipts to breaking people's jaws and ribs and ribs and, and sparring with bigger gloves. They know that. So they could bluff y'all like they want to fight us. But they know even as a kid before he had a professional fight, he hurt the world champion. So that's what the receipts of it, and they had it on video. And he, was, he didn't even have one fight. You think they want to fight him now? He got 13 fights? And he's getting more of his grown man strength? No, they're not crazy. They could bluff all they want, but they're going to stay away from him. And if they want to fight, send us the contract. If not, on to the next one. Zepeda next up. Jojo Diaz next up. Somebody, come on. We fighting everybody. And we don't care about a loss. That's the thing. It, I think that's the thing that messed boxing up. Those fighters care about a loss. We don't care. All the great ones got a loss. To be legendary, you might take a loss because you got to take all the risk. So it's like, I want real boxing to come back. That's what we're doing. They are doing entertainment. They care about a loss. How are you going to be great if you're worrying about a loss? I ain't got my dad off. Nah, nah I'm sorry, but it's just <laughs> We don't care about a loss. If we take a loss, so the dead, so the hell what? Everybody have a bad day at work. Everybody. So the thing is, once they take a loss, watching a man come back is the great part. That's what boxing used to be. The stuff we turning it into now, and then they gonna take over, bare knuckle boxing, everything because we scared to fight each other. A new slapping thing might take over. We right. This, this, come on. We got to fight each other. If you're going to say boxing, if you love boxing, what y'all doing? It's the only gateway we have to, to make it. And that's the only thing some of the ones behind us have to make it. But we playing little pussyfoots and, and trying to, oh, we don't want to fight this one. This one across the street. Let's fight. Let's put entertainment. Let's bring boxing back. That's the way that we feed our families. But anyway, that's on them if they don't want to fight. We called them. We opened the door. We willing to take the risk. He don't even got his grown man strength. What are they scared for? So are you not, and I'll go Junior first, are you not physically impressed with Keyshawn at all? Do you literally see him as food or are you building the fight and you think it will be a tough fight, you just feel you'll win? Now, don't get me wrong. A fight, like one, a fight is only, I always say this, a fight is only tough if you make it tough. And two, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Keyshawn a bum. Like, people be getting that mixed up, you know. I'm like, I'm supposed to say I'm a win. I know I'm a win. You know, he got, he got mad skill. I can't, he wouldn't have got a silver medal in the Olympics if he wasn't a good boxer. But it's just, it's different. It's different from boxing and fighting, you know. 
Uh, and I think I proved that this weekend, you know, even, you know, with my foot being like that, I showed I got some boxing skill, my defense, I showed I got power, you know, I can last. So, you know, I just, I just want that fight so bad so I can prove to everybody, like, it's, I'm here, like, this is my spot right here. Now, um, I know... Like I said... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I thought you was no. Nah, I thought you was done when you said. Go ahead. Oh, I just said like I'm just waiting. For time gonna tell, and you know, hopefully that time come. You know, this year in December. He yeah, be good. He Keyshawn was honest with me. You know, I'm a better, not crazy. I bet for my audience, so I'm doing a dollar, two dollars. The most is five dollars. You know, I mean the ten dollars <laughs> on a. The most is ten dollars on a bet. Uh, obviously, I've bet 100 once in a blue, but that's not my thing. I'm not a gambler. I like to bet. Uh, I bet the knockout. I thought Keyshawn would knock out Juan Carlos Burgos. He's a common opponent with a lot of people who could not knock him out. But that was the test. Just like Machado. He was a guy that nobody could knock out. But you said you had power. I bet the knockout. I wanted to believe that it was going to continue. He answered his, this question very honestly. Were you disappointed you didn't get the knockout? Me? Yes, you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, one, I had told everybody I was going to knock him out. <laughs> My prediction was I was going to knock him out. Um, but on the other hand, I also am happy, you know, I was the first person to ever put him on the canvas. You know, that's a sign. And then, like, we go back to the original thing. You know, my foot, I couldn't use my jab enough. I was getting caught with punches. I shouldn't have got caught with. Like, I gave myself a C that fight. Like, mm. even with, you know, my foot being messed up. Like, there's certain things I could have did, but, you know, I was kind of worried about my feet. I kind of brought my hands down. I was getting caught with shots that was dumb. Um, so I'm not happy with my performance, but I'm happy with the outcome. Okay. That was honest. And he 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 felt the same way about his. He, he wanted it. He felt disappointed. <clears throat> he even said, after leaving the ring... He had his head low, and he had to tell his subconsciously, he had to tell himself, raise your head, you won. And uh, he raised his head, but I understand because you guys have a lot you want to prove to the world. So I just wanted to get your honest opinion. Uh, another question I have, obviously, do you think in this calendar year, we're in January, by December, can you get JoJo and Cepeda in the ring? Or do you guys not see that? physically possible in these next 11 months? Listen, we should calling everybody out. Brother, help us. Y'all help us. I'm a, I'm a, we need to start calling them out. Put us out there. Shoot, we been yeah. calling them out. I'm going to say uh, one one of those fights definitely yeah, will happen, you know, this year. Can't say which name, but one of, one of those fights should definitely happen. By the end of the year. Yeah, and then early next year, hopefully the other one can happen. And it sounds like... <laughs> Now, truthfully, I want Keyshawn more than Zapata. But wouldn't that be crazy? We get all three back to back. Nah, but Keyshawn to me is the bigger draw because he's a silver medalist. That's something that when you ride on your record, you beat a silver medalist. You know, that's a compliment. Zapata's a great fighter, but he's not a silver medalist. Mm -hmm. So they marketing and branding for the future steps because we still try to do things a bit independent. The Keyshawn would be a bigger draw. For us in the long run, is a payer. Whereas a payer might be financially a, a quicker one for us. So that's that. That's what I will be caught with. Those two measures. Because if we beat Keyshawn, that's going to make bring Shakur on out. Mm. And now we got that fight. 
So because sooner or later, Floyd and Shakur are going to run into each other for the belts. If none of these other guys knocked them down, which I don't see them doing, and I'm not manifesting that, they're not doing it. So it's Floyd and Shakur. So that will lead into that. So I just think from a branding and marketing standpoint, that's how I see it. That's the route I will go. But um, Zepeda will be a whole different route, but I don't see the championships coming from that route, the JoJo and Zepeda. I can see the championships coming from the Keyshawn and Shakur route because sooner or later, Devin is too big. He's going to need those belts. So truthfully, Floyd and Devin thing is just Floyd and Devin thing. Devin going up to 140, Floyd and Shakur going to have to deal with this. Because Floyd and Ke- um, Shakur and Keyshawn are not going to fight each other. So the fans will hope Floyd will be the winner of that so that it could escalate. You know, that's bringing the excitement and the storyline back to boxing what it used to be. Honestly, I don't think it's as easy as you guys. I feel like if you both continue to look as good as you did, because Keyshawn laughed at me, and I know a lot of other people laughed at me, but honestly, Junior, I seen Shades of Tank. People didn't. I feel like I seen Shades of Tank because A, it was mostly power punches. B, you was using your feet when you threw those punches. So it was like explosiveness. Like you you jumping into that shot. It's not just I'm here. It's like I'm coming with all that. And uh, then the stamina, you know. Uh, so power, explosiveness, angles. I seen shades of tank. Do you find that as disrespectful to be compared to tank? Do you like being compared to tank? Do you feel your style is similar to tank? I mean, you know, with the explosiveness and the power, yeah, for sure. Because my power, you know, it carry out through all the rounds. Um, and now that's a good thing to be compared to Tank because he's knocking everything out right now. So, uh, you know, they can, people can say what they want. Like I said, the time is going to come where I'm going to have to prove what I'm saying. And when that time do come, then I want an apology from everybody. That's all or, I'm saying. Or we humbly get up and keep moving. You always got to leave the door open. But y'all got to remember, he been in camp with Tank twice. So he got to see how Tank moves. It's like, and it's been like days. It wasn't like no one day camp. You know, when we was in the, Sh- um, the Sean Porter camp, when we went up out there with them, um, Tank was there. And when we was in the Adrian Broner camp, the Robert Easton camp, um, Tank was there. So he got to see firsthand Tank and how they work. So I would believe some of that will wipe off in his mind as a young fighter. You know, so I could see him being referred because Tank used to be his main fighter. Well, sh- which one? No, Tank sh- is his main fighter. Yeah, right. Shakur used to be Shakur his main used fighter. to be till he stepped but to he was, 35. Right, so. Okay, so wait, to be clear, you no longer look at Shakur because now he's in your division and he's a potential foe. Yeah, I can't, he can't be my favorite fighter and we. We finna class, you know, in the next two years, about hopefully. So it's like, I want to get that out of my head. Like, I don't respect you. Like, none of that. Like, I respect him as a fighter. Great fighter. Like, he, like, he wanted the best. <laughs> but, like, you can't, you can't, can't be, like that. You can't be, I can't be beating up, like, my, uh, my favorite fighter. Yeah, my favorite fighter, my idol, because then I go in the ring, like, him. So he mentally making him his enemy. No, nah, I get it. Going it. I get it, but. The irony in that is the Tank is still at 35, and you said he's your favorite fighter, no longer Shakur, because he's at 35. No, no. Number one, we are going straight at Tank. We rank it through the, we went through the WBA for a reason. The regular champion is Tank. We know exactly who we running into. 
So it, it don't need to be no bluffing on the tank thing. We want to fight tank. We're going directly at him. And that will be our way to Devin, whether we got to move up to 140. So we're going that route, too. So we we walking our words. We're going directly into Tank. So we don't kid. Tank is is our favorite fighter, but it's his favorite fighter because he's studying Tank to beat Tank. Not I study him. Every, I study him every day. I be watching him every day. Really? So my Tank. Oh yeah. So and it's no disrespect. Tank is a great fighter. If, if Floyd Age, even if he lost, challenging a Tank, he still win. So it's a win win for him. Because people will still see his skill and respect him like, yo, that kid young and he did his thing. So Same thing like Keller Plant. Right. So it's like, it's a win-win for him. Why not challenge the best while he's young? That's when he's learning. What, we going to wait till he had his old bad habits as an old boxer? Nah, learn now while you're young. It's easy to heal up while you're young. Junior, you think that any of the names that you and your father are mentioning uh Will you be able to manifest those in a timely manner, or do you think it'll end up being a Floyd Mosley situation? Oh no, it only can be that way if it's on their part. Because, like we said, we we want to fight everybody, and we mean what we say. So, you know, on our part, it's gonna get done. You know, whether we gotta, you know, beg our promotion team or what, like it's gonna get done. And this, it all depends on you know they team and what they want to do. Because, like, we want to fight everybody, show we the best. Like, you know. Everybody loves a good fight. Like I love fighting. Like that's that's one thing I love. I love is fighting. So, you know, hopefully they team can get it done right. And like like we said, like hopefully by the end of this year, me and Keyshawn will be in that ring. Me and JoJo will be in that ring. So So senior, I wanted to give you an opportunity because I asked you, but you I don't feel like right. you answered. Does the contract have any verbiage that would allow Schofield Jr. to make those cross promotion fights? No, Oscar's willing to work with any promotion company with him to fight. Yeah, he told us that. He told us that, and he said it on media. I mean, we don't have that type of contract. Oscar is riding with us. No, but that's what I mean. The words that he said, are they in the contract this state? Yeah, you guys are alive. When when I do my paperwork, everything is as a man said, because all a man has is his word. So that's how we stand. We say what we mean. I've got business partners that we do a handshake. That's the same thing like the contracts. But the contract's going to be read just what we're saying. We, it ain't going to be no extra fluff. It's going to be exactly what we're saying and agreed to because we meant. So that's how I do business. And Oscar is 100% for us. He already told us that him and Top Rank got a good relationship. And if they wanted the Keyshawn fight, they could make the Keyshawn fight. So if that's all up to Keyshawn if he really wanted to fight. We here. If you don't, on to the next one, and we still respect him. Sooner or later, we're going to fight him. Uh, Floyd Jr., secretly, in the, some small crevice in the, in the back of your mind or heart, are you hoping for Ryan to beat your favorite fighter so you don't got to fight him, and then you could just beat the man to beat the man? Oh, no. Nah. You talking about Tank? Talking about Tank. Oh, yeah. You're correct. Oh, uh, like, to be honest, it, it would be crazy to see Tank lose, but in reality, I'll fight both of them. Because <laughs> if you want to be realistic, nobody really, you know, everybody, nobody really worried about Ryan. Like, come on. So, like, and, I I don't, and that's not disrespectful. No, I'm just saying, I would rather have a guy, you know, everybody's so called fearing and whatnot, like, to try and take him out of there. Like, that's, 
That would be a bigger statement than let fighting me, Ryan. Let me give you an example. Remember the Ali and Sonny Liston? Sonny Liston was the killer. Mm -hmm. Ali was the young boy that came out and said, I could beat you. I got more skill than you. And so he was stalking him and everything else like that because he knew within himself he could beat that staff. Mm -hmm. And look what happened to Sonny Liston. So it ain't so far off for him to call out the most dangerous guy and say, I know my style could beat yours. I seen it. So it's like, you know, for the fans, they just got to see it unfold if Tank will take that fight also. The I don't only, think Tank will take that The only reason I worded it like that is obviously Ryan is a very big commodity in this sport. He's already on Golden Boy's side of the street. So if he can pull the win off, it's obviously easier for you guys to get that fight on the same hey, side of the hey, street. I don't want to get up. Well, pardon me. You're messing up my good thing. I was supposed to meditate. Um, Ryan giving us no fight. You think Ryan gonna really get pretty Wait, boy Ryan? He's supposed to spar Ryan in his camp. Do you think Ryan gonna give us a fight? Did you see the last guy face? You think Ryan pretty boy is really gonna get in there? No disrespect to Ryan. But he know he gotta take some punches. You think he gotta take this hard fight when he could take all them easier fights? And he I makes mean, so much money outside of boxing. He don't need the money. He makes so much money on promotions outside of boxing. So you think he gonna take the hardest fight of, of the division? Well, the WBA, like, what do they call it? Where the, I think he would the, drop that belt and move up to 140. He would move up to 140. He would drop that belt and move up to 140. He already said he gonna move up to 140. Because when he have he to fight Frank that. Martin next, if he won? If he won, if he won, Frank Martin is number two. And he said they moving up to one forty, so it would be Frank Martin and Floyd. And we've been calling out Frank Martin, so it's back to the same thing. We see all the roads that we got to take. It ain't but so many roads in boxing, and you already see what you have. What how the cards gonna play out? Ryan is moving up to one forty. He gonna get that dog, and then he gonna take a big fight at one forty to make more money. He ain't gonna take a little fight. And he's going to leave that belt, and Frank Martin and Floyd probably going to fight for it. But in reality, that's a, I'm going to be politically correct, that's a 50-50 fight, uh, you know. So we'll see if that even happens. But I think if Tank got the fight, um, a, a fight with Tank would be more will be greater on his resume later on in the Hall of Fame than a Frank Martin. And no disrespect to Frank Martin. It's just because who Tank is. Mm -hmm. If he even kept up Tank to the 12th round, or even if he beat Tank, no matter what side it goes, so nobody says it's disrespectful. Um, it's just exciting for us. It make him a superstar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll see. I definitely get that because Isaac Pitbull Cruz and Roly Romero came out of the Tank fights very popular even in losing. Do you feel that way? Do you think Cruz Jr. and Roley have bigger names now that they shared the ring with Tank? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially Roley. Roley, you know. <laughs> he was at, he was at the, uh, the last fight. He dapped me up before I walked out. Like, everybody know Roley now. Uh, you know, whether it's for him being knocked out or whether it's for him just, you know, keeping up with Tank for a little while. Like, he got popular. So, yeah, where Isaac Cruz at anyway? Isaac is number seven in the WBA, but he's also number two in the WBC. But he also already said no to Shakur, and that's why Shakur is fighting Shushiro. Oh, wasn't he supposed to fight Progre? Well, he did say that that is a fight he'll move up for if the belt's on the line. But that was said over two weeks ago. No offers have been sent out that we have gotten reports on. 
Who got a belt? Uh, Regis Progray has the WBC at 140. He beat oh. Cepeda for it. Well, I thought Josh Taylor had all the belts. Josh Taylor vacated after he became undisputed. He had to let go a lot of belts because he wanted to show the fans that he really didn't lose the Catterall. So he's done everything in his power. He did everything. He did everything in his power to get that rematch. And then when they set the rematch, he got injured. So yeah, he only got one belt left, man. Oh, I ain't never see. I ain't know none of that. That's crazy. So. Finish your answer. Oh, yeah, my answer is done with. So I'm being told by my little inside Ryan Garcia source that he also doesn't have it in his contract to go to another network, but somehow Showtime and the zone did come together for that <laughs> fight, for the tank fight. So hopefully that can happen for you guys as well. Wow. Yes, sure. of course, of course. We already see that happening. I'm talking about the big thing about the thing about this day and time social media. All you got to do is make it where the fans want it. Y'all the bosses. Mm -hmm. If y'all could direct the crowd to a certain place, y'all got to fight. Y'all got to fight. If the whole world asks for this fight, the promoter's there. How many tickets in the arena do you envision for Keyshawn and your son? What arena? What state? Uh, because I know you said this is like a six, seven figure fight, but I don't know if Keyshawn, I don't think Keyshawn has headline yet. Neither Schofield you have in San Antonio with Cameron Davis. They won't, they won't be the headline. When you're building a fight, you need a bigger name, a little bigger name. That's that's the main event. They the co-main. You put a show around that area. Now you look at who sell the most tickets. What fight? Who's the? It really falls on who's the main event. Where they selling the tickets at? That's where you're going to look at the arena at. And once you get the arena, you get your main event, you clear something with them, how much you're going to make, because you got your investors, even if they charge a mil, a mil, a mil. So that's two million, a mil and a mil. Um, you know, you got your investors that cleared that. You got your investors that rented the arena. Now you go to, okay, Floyd and Keyshawn is the main event. You got to get $100,000 to pay Keyshawn. Floyd could get paid off the back end from the tickets, the concessions, the, you know, all that other stuff. And then you go to the other smaller fighters. You had them as buy-ons. You don't have to pay them no money. That's money coming to you so that you can use towards what you're doing. So it ain't that hard to put on a fight. That's all the promoters is doing. I mean... So you think Keyshawn is taking 100 thou though? You think Keyshawn would take 100 thou seven fights in to fight... For, like... They're no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that's the number. I'm just saying six figures. It could be 500,000. It all depends on the promotion. Oh. I mean, he's still seven. I mean, but they seven and twelve fights in. Is they is uh, is they no, there already? See, you don't promote that. See, that's the problem. People come with those excuses because both of them been boxing since they was little kids. Both of them got a hundred over hundreds of fights in. Both of them, so it ain't like they gotta warm up to nothing. This is a silver medalist. This is a guy who came from the gutter who's saying, "Yo, give me the opportunity." That's what we have here. We don't have a 7 and, and 13. If we promote it like that, it never get done. If we promote it like silver medalist, kid from the street, this is the pursuit of happiness. This is here we go. And now we make an event. Now you got an event. So now you find out who's the main event. It's that simple. If we make it too complex, what do this got to do with 7 and 12? Let's go with 300 amateur fights and silver medal, 200 amateur fights, national champion, um, rated the most outstanding from, gold, from Golden Gloves, most outstanding fighter. 
ever. So it's like he got his credentials, he got his credentials. What are we waiting for? These two decorated people. Let's have a fight. That that's corny shit. That seven. Not saying it's corny to you, but the people saying that that's corny. These dudes got hundreds of fights. They both traveled around the world. They sparred all the champions. What are we talking about? At the time, right now, there's nothing happening in boxing. While this fight, this fight could be exciting. This could bring life to it before the other big main events happen. Like, come on now. It might get it started. Can I throw a suggestion? Since you're saying, yes, since you're saying you don't believe Keyshawn and your son are the main event. They're the co-main. That's what I'm understanding, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah. You so, know who the main event would be? His big brother. We got to look out for his big brother or don't make sense. What, Shakur? He's a top-ranked fighter. Shakur should be the main event. Wait, wait, to sell brother. tickets? No, what I'm saying is if Shakur was the main event and the co-main was his little brother and him, that automatically, them two is like, boom, it already brought a fight, I mean, not a, including the other fights. So if we're going to sell the tickets. Like no, we ain't just talking about selling tickets. Number one, it will be sold because that's your call fighting for whatever he fighting. I think, you know, this would be his second outing or whatever at 135. So people going to want to see then his brother and you so that it just makes sense. And you, and you trying it to make it the fight, so it makes sense. It the whole build up. I was going to say... So I was going to say another main event, but I think I do like your story better. You're right. You know, you keep it all 35-pounders. Shakur could be fighting for a vacant. You guys could be on the undercard for, you know, maybe an interim. You're building nuts on next year or two. So this was my idea. This is my idea. I still think it's valid. I still think just like we planting the seeds now for this super fight and, you know, we want to water it, nourish it, and let it grow, you start with Golden Boy after this interview, shoot a text to Oscar, better beef and Bivol, right? If Bivol applies... No, we're going to talk Oscar about Keyshawn already. Oh, yeah, I so don't he's know. supposed to be working personally. out with Keyshawn, but the thing, we I already told him, he already seen the text. As soon as we got the text, we added him in. It ain't like that with us. We said, this is the fighter we want. He ain't going to no, say, no, oh, no. take these... I get it, but what I'm saying is Top Rank and Golden Boy will be coming together soon to do better be than Bivol for Undisputed. That's the zone, and that's top rank, which gives you the opening to be on that card because the zone will be some sort of part of that top rank, better BF unification for Undisputed with Bivol, who's a, you know, matchroom the zone fighter. It, it may give you an opening there to do a Keyshawn Schofield. I don't think Keyshawn would come there though. When I when I gave that when I gave that when I gave that to you, I don't think Keyshawn would come would be into that fight. I think he'll be more on if his brother is the main event because he feel he feel he gotta prove something. Mm. So we will have the best version of Keyshawn in that fight opposed to another fight where he feel he was uncomfortable or any excuse. We want the best version of him. Yeah, he would. So it's up to them. We, we willing to be in we willing to be on. Either one, but it would be better for us if we destroy him in front of his brother and mm. then ask his brother, what's up, you next? And then maybe give Keyshawn his rematch so that leads to next year. So we got two times to beat your brother. And if we do, then let's see the big brother. And so that leads to how much money in three, four years we could guarantee in where we can make so many millions. But that's business. But they might not see it my way. But that's all we doing. 
I like the plan, though. I definitely <laughs> like the plan. I actually seen Shakur once ESPN announced that uh, the possibility of to go and uh, Keyshawn, Shakur said it's easy work for Keyshawn. How do you break down that fight, Junior? Keyshawn versus Emmanuel to go. Last fight out was with Ryan Garcia. Oh, that's who that is? Yes. <laughs> I was wondering who that was because my dad just showed me a picture of him. We were just talking about before the interview, and I was trying to figure out, like, he looked familiar. I didn't know that's who Ryan fought. Um, And that Ryan fight, because while I was there, he, uh, I'll say that's a, that's a, that's a, no, I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's a decent test for Keyshawn. For real, for real. I said, that's a pretty, because he, I mean, Ryan didn't get him out of there to what, like later on? 11, he, he didn't like get that. him out. He went the distance. Oh, so that, yeah. I don't think he's test for Keyshawn. Nah. I'm talking about playing devil's advocate. Nah, because I'm right? I'm saying, like, that's the biggest name Keyshawn fought so far. It's oh, that's the biggest name, but that ain't the biggest challenge for Keyshawn. No, no, that's not, not the biggest. I'm saying that's a decent test right now. Oh, okay. I think it's a silver medalist. My opinion, he should have a little bit of a stronger test. He's a silver medalist. How you prove you great. You don't gotta get no jump start. You can when um. I mean, I, I, I see right. Keyshawn beating this dude. Don't get me wrong. Right. I mean, okay. Okay. senior, but Keyshawn still only got seven fights. This dude got 30, no, 35 no, fights. If you go by that record, Keyshawn got about three hundred and something fights. Yeah. If you add on that seven. But I mean, look, come on, we got not getting hit with eight No, but I'm talking about at fourteen years old, he was boxing all year. 15 years old, 16 years old, 17, 18, and so on. Keyshawn got years of fighting. That 7 and 0, it might sound good to the casual fan, but to somebody who know boxing, that been around this young man and know how good he is, he can fight. I Why get is he that. having these pull-ups? He cannot make it to greatness doing that. You are a silver medalist. He got to jump into the fight. He can't sit there and talk his way into the fight. I mean, but you can't. You can't just throw him in there. With... Sugar Ray Leonard and all them other ones. By the time yeah. they was on their second, third fight, they was having fights. They was like going for the title, like yo, because they silver medalists. What was the point of winning a medal? It was so that you have the head start. Oh, I on, see what you're trying to a, say. It's, it's a, a head start is a professional. You win a medal, so you have a head start, so you make more money. And you get tougher fights, challenges from the beginning. That's why you went to win the Olympics. Otherwise, you might as well just step out and get you your license and become a boxer and fight the cab driver and do little by little by little. What was the purpose of the Olympics? It was a waste of time then. And you don't need the Olympics. I, so, I, I say that he's a decent test. I got to go back and watch him, though. Right. I do got to go back and watch him because I don't remember up, that fight. Y'all got to stop playing. I ain't going to disrespect Keyshawn and his talent. I watched the brother grow up. Remember, I'm old. We've been in the amateurs our whole life. I seen Keyshawn grow. We fought his brother twice in the amateurs. One where we got disqualified that we felt we shouldn't have. So we noticed him. We ate with them. We sat with the mother in them and ate. So this ain't somebody we don't know. This brother is a dangerous fight. I'm not sitting there acting like it ain't a dangerous fight for my boy. But it's like, come on, let's fight. Let's do what we got to do. I want to see what my boy got. Shit. I want to see him get tested and see what he got. See what I need to work on. But isn't so, that this? The same way you want to see Schofield tested isn't Keyshawn. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's stepping up. 
two. Nah, Keisha, my, my, my dad style. saying this. Style wise, I watched it. Yeah, he about Kishan gonna walk through him. Style wise, so he knocks him out. Yeah, Kishan gonna knock his ass. Cause Ryan could remember that Ryan could not cut the ring off. Ryan, this dude kept circling. Kishan would beat Ryan. See, the thing is, Kishan would beat Ryan easy. Kishan, and that's the thing. I know Kishan would beat Ryan if they had a fight. So the thing is, we playing games, putting these little things. Put Ryan in front of him. Put somebody like that. Put JoJo Diaz in front of him. Put somebody at top lane. Keyshawn is that good. The thing is, right now, if we could do it that way, do the Floyd Mayweather way, and everybody get a little bit of money and keep going little by little, or he could show his greatness. The brother is great. He's a tough guy. So what my dad is saying, basically, like, this ain't a test for him because he's going to walk through this guy. Right, and it's ain't, this ain't going to make him legendary. I believe he could be a legend if he stopped playing. <clears throat> Whoever got him is a businessman. Be a businessman. Do your thing. You could be a legend. But in the meantime, I'm not his daddy. I can't tell him about that. I can only tell my son to become a legend right now. But Keyshawn is way better than that, man. This so, is a waste of time. So it sounds like you feel Keyshawn should have took the Lomachenko route and already been a champion after three fights? Man, Keyshawn got the talent to do that. That's what I'm saying, yes. I'm saying you could put Keyshawn in anybody there except Shakur because he's not going to go in there with Shakur. And Keyshawn is either going to keep up or beat him. I think he, I believe he will keep up with Lomachenko. Well, Devin Haney if he don't beat Lomachenko, so. I believe he could keep up with him. Keyshawn is dangerous, man. The boy is a monster. He always been a monster. And he always showed us love at the amateurs. So we're not disrespecting them guys, but I believe my boy could beat him because my boy watched him. He studied them. He was the baby sitting there at that ring like this, watching the Keyshawns in order. So this is just a better version of you. Just it just he's before ahead of his time. He's supposed to be a year two, so Keyshawn can make his run. It just happened that this young man that studied Keyshawn and Shakur's and all of them, he just happened to say, I'm gonna be, I wanna be a champion now. Yeah. But I don't think Keyshawn Keyshawn never fought nobody like Floyd. He never sparred nobody like Floyd. So it's easy to say what Keyshawn think he's gonna do, because this even if he practiced with um Crawford, Crawford not like Floyd, Crawford not creative like Floyd and his youngest Floyd. Crawford, Crawford is an older version, so it's gonna be a slower version. A less creative mind version because he got his, he's in his 30s. He said in his pattern, in his ways. So he never fought a person like Floyd. So, you know, it's a tough fight for Keyshawn also. Was he there when we sparred Shakur? Nah, he wasn't there. But Shakur, no. That's what I'm saying. That his heart is awkward fighting Floyd and the boy is strong. They said they told me, he said that uh, to. What's his name? Though? He on another interview. Sergio Mora told us in the fighter meeting what Shakur said. But, um, you know. How long has it, it been since it your last spawn with Shakur? Because he's right in Houston, aren't you, in San Antonio? Man, I was, I was supposed to go out with him when he went to Vegas, and they never even got back to me. He said, I'll give you the guy number to fly y'all out and everything. They never even got back to me. We got the receipts. So it's like, you know. But I told him. It, it makes sense. Why would they bring you into his camp? Although Shakur said, could you come in my camp and help me get ready? But his management had to say, why would we bring him in your camp? You're moving up to 135, man. This is going to be your competitor. So I think they just the same way I'm thinking. Why would I have him go over there and spar if we know that we're going to have to face him sooner or later? Hmm. So that's how I believe they came to that realization just like me. Got it. We're... Obviously, because you're saying he's going to pick a part of to go. 
So then I'm assuming you weren't completely sold on his last performance because if you think he could knock out to go, he should have knocked out Burgos. Yeah, he had a bad day at work. I didn't watch this. You last call fight. that a bad day, Floyd? You think you talking about who you talking about? What I'm talking about, about my dad. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Keyshawn last fight and with Burgos. And Floyd said his last out and was was trash. I didn't say my last not, album was not, trash. Not, not trash, but you said his last album was in the his last album was in the best. You, you wait, so wait, Floyd Junior, Junior. Let me uh, be clear, so you know. So you said you didn't like the last performance of Keyshawn. No, I was saying to myself. Oh. I, I said I didn't watch the last fight. Like I'll go in there after this and watch it, and I'll let you know what I think about it. But I didn't see his last fight. And you neither. You neither that. Yeah, I seen it. Were you impressed? I, and I'm just trying to find out, were oh, you impressed uh, yeah, enough? Yeah, because yeah. now you're picking him by knockout in the next fight. Are you Are you asking me, am I impressed with him in, in, in general as a whole? No. Seeing him as an ass, in that, or what he could do or that one fight. That one because fight. I seen what he could do. I seen what he could do in certain things. So if you compare what he's done in, in, in the past, to this present moment with a guy that's fight similar and you watch what he done to two guys that fought similar and did to them and you compare the performance, this is a lousy ass performance. Mm. I watched you knock people out that got the same exact style, same exact build. Maybe his mind wasn't into it. Maybe he was believing, had his ego and believing his own hype. But sometimes men, and because they growing, they can sometimes start patting yourself in the back before they really deserve it. Hmm. So although they're younger now, you got to be humble and still commit and still work, still do everything you got to do to make sure you perform for these fans. And I think his performance, not, I think he would give himself a C. Yeah, I thought he did everything. I, I thought maybe the guy was just too durable. He just one of those guys that can't get knocked out. I feel like uh, Keyshawn really was active. A lot of combination punches. Uh, the dude was just durable. I got a couple more from the people. Lidslow in Decatur, Georgia says, can the fight between you and Keyshawn Davis really happen? For real? I would love to see the Young Bucks get in there once you know. And, you know, he said once. You know, now and later. That's, of course, if the promotional companies let it happen. Last thing, make sure those feet heal up, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, if both of us want that fight to happen, that fight's going to happen. Right. If both of us really want that fight to happen, it's going to happen sooner or later. Mm. So. I got James Benitez in Huntsville, Alabama that says, look, I know you want the Keyshawn fight, but it's not happening yet. Let's move strategically, meaning forget Frank, forget Tank, forget Devin. Think Keith Hunter, Mercito Gesta, Abraham Montoya as possible opponents. Long as you keep uh -huh. stepping on shit, they won't hide from you in the future. No, that's a small thinking person. Now, when you manifesting, you manifest and reach for the stars. You're going to reach the sky. You're going to get above those clouds, even if you fall short. You don't reach for the bottom of the barrel when you're manifesting. Mm. Because you're going to get exactly what you want. So why take the risk against these other people if the reward is better against these other people? It only makes sense because these are tougher fights, but greater rewards. 
These other guys to us ain't tough fights, but any fight you could get hit. So you're taking a risk. Are we willing to risk it with these guys? We would beat them, but why risk it if we could fight this person? Totally. And he's way tough. Yeah. So, can, before we wrap up, uh, can you just say how things have changed for you guys, I guess, emotionally and mentally now that you've signed with a major promoter? <laughs> I still got to work hard. You know, just because I signed on me, I made it. Well, he said what changed. Oh, I thought he said, like, basically how I feel. Oh. No. Uh, you get more attention. I'm starting to realize, you know, you've got cousins now that... You never met. Um, and stuff <laughs> Cousins like <that>. you never <laughs> met. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. And you know, everybody asks it for something. But besides that, it's a good thing. You know, you actually, you know, get put on bigger platforms now to showcase what you got. And uh, it's just exciting. So yeah. based off some of these answers, it sounds like you were guaranteed three fights this year. Is that safe to say? Guaranteed four? Yeah, mm. that's what we wanted. That was the biggest thing I going to promote. We want four fights a year, guaranteed. We want to fight. I cannot build the greatest box of all time if you don't have fights, if you don't have adversity. You know, he got to face things. So, yes, we want to fight four times a year. We want tough, fight, challenging fights because none of them going to be tough. I'm supposed to be fighting in March and April, so. Hopefully, but we'll see how that works. We might not have enough time. But we here to might fight, not have man. enough time for either, or might not have enough time for both. Because they they um suspend you after you win a fight, you suspended by the commissioner for two weeks, and it might run into that date or something like that. So that's why I said we might not have enough time. But because if he and that's two weeks, if you don't get cut or nothing, if you get cut, then it's like a month or two that you're not fighting. Have you asked? Has he has he told you? And what's the possibility of Floyd Schofield Jr. on the undercard of Tank and Ryan? It's a strong possibility. We 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 um had some discussions. We had some discussions, but um. And you feel they're positive. Yeah, I feel they're positive. It comes down to who's the dancing partner. Who's the dancing partner for Floyd? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Who would accept the fight? If it's appealing enough to draw the people there, then of course they would do that. But it's um who 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 gonna step up to the plate? We would love any. We would love three promotion companies to work together. Shit, if Kishan could get on the employee, that'd be mega. But we know that ain't gonna happen. Um, so maybe somebody on the PBC side, maybe a Chris Colbert. We would like to fight face him. He in, actually in he actually was just announced that he's fighting uh, Rayo Venezuela. The guy that beat uh -oh. Francisco Vargas, but then lost to Edwin De Los Santos. So if they had somebody over there, we wouldn't have no problem. That and should be a Joe good fight. fight or somebody. Is the JoJo fight big enough to be on that undercard, or is that not it because it's the same side of the street and that is a cross-promotion fight? I think it's a cross-promotion fight, so I think they would want to get some of their guys that they got a contract with. Yeah, they want me to fight a PBC fight. It will be a PBC fight, probably. I don't know. I don't do that part of it. That's asking them that do that part. But I would think it would be a PBC fight so they can hold up their contract to their people. So, Junior, give me three PBC in and around your division that you wouldn't mind being on a tank undercard versus Ryan with. 
Oh, uh, that dude you just mentioned who fighting Chris Colbert. Edwin de los Chris Santos Colbert. or Rayo. You mean yeah. Rayo? The one that trains with yeah. David Benavidez Jr.? Yeah, him. Okay. Uh, Chris Colbert. Uh, who's on PBC? Yeah, who's on PBC? Frank, hey, Frank Martin, Chris Colbert, Frank Michelle Martin. Rivera. Michelle all Rivera, them, yeah. All of them. Edwin That's de four. los Santos, Rayo Venezuela. Oh. We want to fight. We want to fight all of them. So I think they would, probably, they would probably give me uh that one that be Ryo because he's in the WBA ranking too. Yes, the right Los Santos. Let me check. And there's another one that Corrales dude that's number six. Oh, Jezreel. Jezreel. He's a former yeah. champ. Yeah, with that man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that looks champion. good. That right. looks good on a resume when it's a former champ. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. That is so true. Edwin De Los Santos is number 10. Schofield, you're number 9. Isaac Cruz, number 7. Jezreel, number 6. Cruz would be good. Isn't Isaac Cruz over there? That is a good it's fight. Good. Bro, that that is, is, that's the perfect dance partner. If they, because like he already I fought Tank, he got a fan base, he got that style. You right. Schofield, uh, and since we running into Tank and being a show, what we could do with this guy will lead up to that. That, that is it. Fight. I do like that a lot. I do. But do you think Cruz would take it? He want to take Shakur. You think he's gonna take a Shakur with power? He picky, man. I ain't on front. Ever, right. ever since, ever since he got on his level, he that. turned picky. I was disappointed. I thought he was gonna take that Shakur fight. Me too. I and it's an said, eliminator. Huh? He said it in this eliminator. I think he's saving his brand. I think he don't want to take the risk because he's enjoying the life he has for being True. in that status. Shakur mm -hmm. would So. Man, I would love that fight. So, so Schofield, since you've been in there with Shakur, how, how, do, how do you beat him? Is it pressure because he's so Easy. calm? Easy. See, I can't, I'm going to uh, tell you what uh, Sergio Moore told us that he said out of his mouth. So basically he said... Wait, hold up, hold up. Is you supposed to tell us? Yeah, like, I, I can say this because it wasn't right, confidential. So basically I'm an awkward fighter and it's hard to try, basically try and figure out what you need to do in there. So basically... He um, don't know what the hell he yeah. did against kid. He landed, I think all around this part, he landed... One punch. He no, he landed a couple. I would say he didn't land more than than, than twelve punches. Yeah, because it, it was very four, four, four rounds. Four rounds, yeah. I, I can and I could put that on there, and y'all yeah. can ask him yourself. Is it hard? Is it hard to hit Floyd? So I could tell y'all. So that is fact. all right. But the million dollar question is: If he only landed twelve punches in four rounds, how many does Schofield land? Oh man, I was, nah, I was hitting arms, nah, elbows. Nah, I'm not saying, listen, we respect everybody that bring us in. So I don't want to, I'm not going to talk on Shakur like he, he, like Floyd said, Shakur was the hardest sparring he ever did because Shakur is smart. So it was a challenge for Floyd too. And Shakur threw a body shot and Floyd stopped throwing punches, but Floyd still survived. But Floyd was like, dad, he caught me in the body. Hey, he caught me good one. Not like he was hurt, <laughs> but he was like, yo, that was a good body shot. So I said, Floyd, use your jab. Stay away from him. So he ended up landing that one body shot. So Shakur and Floyd to me, Shakur just a bigger, uh, older version that don't use switching up as much as Floyd. 
It's the same style mirroring itself, just Floyd got both sides where Shakur got one. So Floyd had an advantage over Shakur, but then Shakur got the knowledge over Floyd. And so now I'm, I'm taller than him now, so like, yeah, he's bigger than Shakur. Shakur just <laughs> said he's big, he big 130. Shakur said it out of his mouth to everybody. He like, how big? What way you find that? He like, you're a big 130. Oh my God. So we know what we experienced. No disrespect to him, but he know he knew Floyd was coming into this. We know a lot of people gonna run from this division because they've been in gyms with us. They they seen Floyd fight. So just because the consumer don't know, the boxers know. That's why they not they not saying that I'm lying. And most of them running out of this division. They know this young bull is coming and he gonna reign for a long time. They seen him. They sparred him. JoJo know it will be challenging. JoJo know what we did to him. They kicked him. me out. They can What? They paid us. They can't, but we couldn't spar the champion because they didn't want to hurt the champion anymore. Yeah, they kicked. They, they, they said, know I can't what we spar did no to more. him. So I'll be surprised if he take this fight. And that ain't shitting on JoJo. That's just Wait, saying, you, you just how you gonna get that secret away like that? that right? No, but what I'm saying is that we've been there, we've done that. So the consumer would say, "Oh, JoJo is a step up." How? How? Uh, we destroyed this guy. So my devil's my devil's advocate is when you say how there's a lot of professional fighters, trainers that say spawn is spawn. That's how, because what you did in spawn don't mean it's going to happen in the fight with smaller gloves and with the lights and with the people and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all know. They was trying to knock my head off when I was a kid. No, they but was. somebody was drunk when they made that scene. Just think about it. We got to deal with common sense. These people in Spawn got a headgear and they got 14 or 16 ounce gloves on. In a fight, they don't got no headgear and they got eight ounce gloves on. So if he hurt and beat up the person with bigger gloves and a headgear, destroying him, you think this person gonna go in there with no headgear and smaller gloves and now a bigger and a better version of what he faced? Nah, common sense said no. Nah. So again, again, devil's advocate. There's a trainer here in Vegas that says headgear doesn't protect you from getting knocked out. People get knocked out of headgear. The headgear is only for cuts and sparring. And he, whoever you get that information from, either one. Don't, I, don't, don't say nothing. No, I can say nothing. <laughs> Number one, headgear cover the ears. You get hit in them ears, that knock off your equilibrium. So no matter what you train doing, if them legs ain't functioning with that brain, it's harder to move, things get crazy. That's what the headgear is protecting. It's protecting the side of that brain and, and also the temple. So what is he talking about? The only thing that it don't protect is the chin. That's why you could get knocked out if they clip the chin. But what about all the rest of the important parts? So they could say what they want. We know, This is science to us. So I don't think JoJo will be so fast taking that fight like y'all think he will. Mm. But so on to the next one. We might as well call somebody else besides JoJo because you know maybe one day we will nah, face. But him. if they have to, if, if, if they force say him, you gotta get in the ring. Nah, you gotta get in the but the thing is, we want to fight somebody who want to fight. We want a live horse. Oh, yes. You know, we don't want the person that's forced to get there and they shake. And I say Jojo Wood, no disrespect to him. I love the brother. But we want somebody who want to fight you, who said, I could beat that dude. That's what we want. Because that one's going to come and challenge him. And now I can see, what do I need to work on? You know, is he doing this right? Is he doing that right? Because I'm still developing the greatest boxer of all time. So, you know, I, I, Jojo to me got talent, but I think Jojo is on a decline. 
And I think anybody would agree with that. He's not on the up. He's not like a Frank Martin, so to say, but he's not in his prime. He's going down. Why we want to fight the guy going down? We don't win from that. They'll say, oh, he's he's going down. This is the old JoJo, the beat up JoJo. Oh, no, they wouldn't say no, that. No, that's they what they would say. The fans, yeah. no, the fans would say that. I'm okay. giving you, I'm giving credit. You beat JoJo, I'm giving credit. JoJo been in the ring with too many names. I knocked JoJo out. I better get all the respect from everybody. Yeah, what I do think, that do if he not I think, he knock Jojo I, I think he gets respect because JoJo's never been knocked out. He never been knocked well, out. Yeah. And I don't think I don't even think JoJo's been put down. I don't. I don't. And, uh, and, and truth be told, I feel like Devin did a better job with JoJo, but his fight with Gary. It was like a dog fight. Him and Gary were in the pockets with those front and back hooks. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think JoJo's a dog. Yeah, I agree. You know, from a boxing standpoint, he's on a decline because he's he had like a rough fight with Rockamoff where somebody thought he lost. Then, you know, he just lost to Cepeda. So I could see the decline, but like your son still never faced a former champion. Even Canelo fought Mosley, you know what I'm saying? Mosley wasn't in his prime when he fought him. It was learning experience, sharing the ring with a former champ and learning from that vet. But I see that you say you feel like you've done that and earned that in sparring. Oh, but I, think, I don't think he's going to take that fight. We could talk about just it all from, day. I don't think he's going to take that fight. If his team took that fight, they didn't. They don't love him. Because we know what happened in sparring. Stop it. Yo, yeah, yeah, on some, I would not be up here saying it Before, if it ain't Before, so, so let me real. ask you this. Are you saying that your son is more dangerous than, 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 than in, in the eyes of JoJo, he's more dangerous than Gary Russell? More dangerous than Rockamoff, Tevin Farmer? My, my son is doing this, with, and he don't even got his grown man strength. I'm way more dangerous than Tevin Farmer. He knocking these guys out of beat, and he's grown men up, breaking their face, and he don't even got grown man strength. You think I'm worrying about these guys that's declining? That that's a slower version of themselves? Listen, JoJo now got something to live for. He got a newborn son. He ain't he ain't willing to die in that ring when the punches is hurting him. He gonna think about his kid. Y'all forgetting boxing is real. That psyche got a hold up in there when this young boy beating on you. He don't got no kids. All he wanna do is be the greatest boxer ever. So how's he gonna stop him when this guy ribs is breaking when he hurting? JoJo gonna think about his kid and say this shit ain't worth it. So y'all can all sit there and act like to say we this is fighting, man. These dudes is not the. I don't think he would if he took that dangerous fight. It would be a good fight, but I don't think that would be good for him. Javier That's Fort what I'm saying. Javier Fortuna doesn't punch. Oh, that's exact. That's it. Listen, I, that's exactly the. No, that was I'm the not trying to be, was I'm not to trying to be funny. Who? Who? Nothing. Yo, listen. Oh, the guy that fought Ryan. Yeah. I think. I think no. Yeah, Javier yeah, the Fortuna. guy that got clipped with Brian. I'm just saying, I, I, only reason Javier I bring only reason I, but only reason he I bring him up, but he's still a former champ, and I bring that him up, I bring him up because he gets labeled as awkward, and he's so a puncher. Like no, I'm not saying he's you should. Punch. I'm not saying you should fight him. I'm saying he's labeled as awkward, and he was known as a puncher. JoJo took Is him I on. Nah. His, Jojo, IQ, Jojo his IQ isn't high like Floyd's. His IQ ain't no. He don't I know all five it. styles of boxing just because he switch up and come forward. 
He probably don't even know his five style. He probably don't even know what his opponent style is. Opponent using a counter style for that. So it's a whole different ball game. The IQ is different. This is somebody who was designed just for boxing, opposed to somebody who got into boxing. I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to look at. I'm just trying to look at JoJo's last five fights and understand. Ask JoJo to interview JoJo. Well, I'm, That's the easiest way to ask him when he take the fight. No, because it's you that believes he won't take it. And I'm looking at the last five. Like, with these names, what fighter? I'm who, saying, ask him. Ask him yourself when he take the fight. Floyd Jr. I'm That's asking, what I'm saying. Floyd Jr. I'm telling you what I believe. I'm asking Floyd Jr. This man faced Tevin Farmer. Rockamorph, Fortuna, Haney, and Cepeda all back to back. No, no breaks. No, no tune up in between. How could we say this man gonna say no to you? I'm not saying he's gonna say no to me, but I think he would definitely have a thought in the back of his head where he's like, should we take this fight? Um, and I feel like it would have to be Golden Boy. Like, we already know what's going on with JoJo. Like, I can't. Wait, you're saying Golden Boy would have to force him into this fight? Yeah, but I'm, So you don't believe he would I'm take say, this fight either. I'm saying we already know what's going on with JoJo. We already know what's going down. So, like. I don't believe you. That's why I'm saying I don't believe you would take the fight. I don't know why y'all don't believe me, but that's mm. on y'all. No, that's but the thing is, like, I, I wish, like, I could, like, have that all on film. Like, sparring, it's because my dad's saying it's because of sparring. Like, the sparring was very. Like, it was very bad on his on on it was it was it wasn't really bad, but he took he took some punishment. Both of them took punishment. Yeah, like where the but dad. But the thing is, he seen a dog. He seen the side of Floyd that most of these people in boxing don't see yet. He never had to bring out his A game like I'm gonna destroy you. Yeah, JoJo like he, JoJo he was pressing it me. Like I had to get down, and when I got down, it was like like the first day JoJo it would Floyd kept up with him, but JoJo was getting the best. Yeah. JoJo was like. On some weird shit. Like, he'll look like he's falling. That brother would, like, automatically zoom and be mad close to you. And then the so next the day. So the next day, after Floyd adapted to his style from the first day, Floyd destroyed him. Destroyed him. They said, we're going to pay y'all, but we can't have you spawn no more because we can't hurt him. And that was, the the, that was off the desk. And, uh, and it was filled with the gym. There's a lot of witnesses that was in that gym. And the thing is, he's a bigger version now and a stronger version. I think JoJo would say to himself, why would I do that if I could get a payday with an easier fight? Mm. I think he's wise enough to say that. That's what I'm saying. No disrespect to him. He's not no coward. But I think he would take a safer fight. He got a chat. But I agree with you, though. I feel like that is a great you yeah. know, step-up fight, you know, especially in people's eyes where it'd be like, okay, he fought a name. Now it's on to a bigger one. But it's not a step-up for us. <laughs> It's not. That's why I'm just being honest with y'all. It's not a step up for us. Well, I would love to see it. JoJo's certainly never been knocked out. He's a he's a former champ. It, it seems like natural progression, but obviously, if you're gonna go the Guillermo Rigandao and Lomachenko and Keyshawn Davis route, then yeah, you gotta skip a few positions and and some of these guys aren't, you know. Worthy of a shot, uh, but if you can't, if you can't get a fight, Schofield JoJo is a, is a worth. You know, if if they can't get you something that you like that you're excited about, revisit that JoJo fight, man, because that's a nice fight. That's a good. It's a decent name that too. That JoJo fight, I want it. I want that fight, especially like in the next couple fights. Good. I like that fight. 
Hopefully he changes his mind from here to the end of the year because dad don't seem to think we getting it. <laughs> Y'all know my nah, not, pops, no, not no JoJo. Not no JoJo. I'm, I would rather fight the champion. I'm ready to get to Shakur. I'm ready to get to them belts so Floyd can move up to 140 and get the belts in 140. So that's his goal. And is he's young, growing. So it's like his goal is to be undisputed champion for a division as a coach and manager, how you make it manifest. So right now he needs to be going towards the champion to get those belts. So he can move up and then go towards Devin and them for those belts. So we had so asked, that's how I go. We had asked Keyshawn this same question. Hypothetically, if everything happens the way it's supposed to, I'm not saying this is supposed to happen. This is now my prediction. I do believe Devin beats Vasile, moves up, vacates. Who does Schofield fight for that WBA? Because that's where you're ranked at. Tank. Tank. You think he stays he there? You think he stays there? Let me ask you something. Who's going to beat Tank but Shakur? And Shakur right now got to live up to that. If, if Tank beat him to that belt, Tank ain't going to give him that shot that fast. He's going to do it, but not that fast. So um, I think we will run into Tank because we'll be the mandatory on one of them. So, oh, whoever or we will get the belts. regular belt, one or the other. But because the regular belt will become open to Floyd and Frank Martin, I believe. Mm -hmm. So either way, you know, I that's what we're running. Right. So we heading for that belt. So the you see him fighting for either Tank the, as a champion already, facing the champion for the belt, or facing Frank Martin for the regular belt? Yeah, and then fight facing Tank for the other belts. Who do you or, see Who do you see Shakur facing for the vacant WBC? Because remember, Devin moves up, all of them are vacant. Who, I don't even know who ranked in the WBC. Vasile is yeah. number one, but he'll be facing Devin, so he'll get dropped. Isaac is number two. He already said no to Shakur, so Shakur, number three, moved on. Offered it to Zepeda, who said no. And now he's fighting He's fighting the, the, the Chinese guy, Shoshino. So George Cambosos is there. Jermaine Ortiz is there. Jeremiah Nakatilia is there. Frank Martin is number nine. Edwin De Los Santos, number 10. Jojo Diaz, 11. Maxi Hughes, 12. It's not right it It's not right it is. Sorry to say and, that. Uh, what's his name? Jermaine Ortiz were the best two out of all of them, but... It's that, not right it is. He's just WBC ain't got them. nobody up right. there. So Shakur is going to get nobody those, We know Shakur going to get all the mother belts. So we're going to have to You don't Shakur. think Jermaine will fight him? I don't think Jermaine going to beat Shakur. Mm, okay. I, think, I know Jermaine is nice, but I don't think none of them gonna be Shakur, and I think Shakur gonna get all them belts except the one you got, and y'all gonna fight, and that's gonna be a mega fight. If have it's you built right? But Shakur gotta do his part. Have y'all sparred Jermaine? Mm -mm. I just found out about him after the uh, Lomachenko fight. Lomachenko. Any interest in working with him, or because he's oh, in? Sure. Even though he's in the division, you're still willing to work with him. I mean, Ortiz, like that would that be some great <coughs> sparring right there. Cause like, hey, why? Cause you want to fight him? That's what you're saying. We don't usually fight our sparring partners. So wait, if he wait. was our sparring partner, we would never give him a fight. I mean, Shakur's well, no, your sparring part. partner, and yeah. Devin was your sparring partner. I'm talking about now. We <laughs> wouldn't do that because now he's on their level, and they can have cameras. They could do anything to try to get the upper hand and learn stuff. Mm. So now we would have to. Strategically, like, cause when they asked us to come back to Devin Camp, we said no because of that. It, because they did, Bill called us back to go after that. At, you know, even in the midst of all that other stuff, 
they should call call this back. We said no, because they're not division. So right now, no, we wouldn't spar. We wouldn't get them a fight if they was our sparring partner. Well, I'm gonna wrap it but up. They, right. got the they got the belt. Oh, they got the belt, so we had no choice but to go to them. They do. Well, I'm going to wrap it up there. I do appreciate you guys coming on. This has been a fantastic interview. Hope we made some waves and we get some of the attention of some of the people we were talking about here, specifically William Cepeda and JoJo, who are on your side of the street. We're going to continue to push for that because I believe once you beat those guys, the Frank Martins and everybody else, they can't deny you. You know, Frank Martin is a name now because he beat Michelle. Michelle had put in the work, Martin took out Michelle, so he gets that reward. And I think it would be the same. You know, JoJo's put in work, and William Sabeta just made a big name for himself off of beating JoJo in the fashion. Did you watch the fight, uh, Senior? Because you ain't impressed by Sabeta. I can see your face. No, Sabeta, a good fighter. I told Floyd, we called Sabeta out. We want to fight him. He's a good fighter. He threw a million punches. That's a great fight. Is so that, it ain't like we didn't call him. Is that a fight that you would request Vada for. I ain't gonna front. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, 1,500 yeah, punches is 1,500 punches. Any of these big fights like this, any of these six-figure fights, yeah, they gotta have that. We wanna know that y'all on the same level we on that. You're just working hard naturally. Uh -huh. Um, so Peter wasn't last. And you can make that clickbait because it's the truth. He wasn't last. He throw too many punches and the easiest time to hit somebody is when they throw a punch. And so he throwing too many, so it's always open against somebody. He did in the damage. later rounds when he was getting a little yeah, fatigued. Was JoJo was catching him more. Yeah, he, too he many openings. He's too fast. He will break him down. So Zepeda ain't a threat to us. Mm. So that ain't no threat when they call his name. But he did break a record, so you got to give him credit. Yes. Now, give him credit. He's a great fighter. He's a great fighter. But the, I'm raising the greatest boxer of all time. His levels. And the thing is, some of these fighters grew up as amateur fighters. He grew up as a professional fighter. His whole life was to be a professional fighter, not an amateur. So that guy will destroy him. He throw too many. He don't know to keep his hands by his face. Mm. Well, uh, can you guys give out your social media? Each of you, uh, for those following us that aren't following you, can definitely do so. Uh, kid underscore Austin one, my Instagram. That's really all I use. <laughs> like, <laughs> and said, so they got what about yeah. you, Dad? Yeah. Um, that's it. I, I don't do the social media thing, but one thing I wanted to say is all the fighters we mentioned, we mentioned out of respect because these guys is talented, and we feel they need the light too, and we can all bring light to each other if we had these fights. For sure. Fantastic interview. I love that you guys are, are very outspoken. Uh, we can't wait to get you back on. Shoot me a DM when you're ready to announce something so we can get you on the show, man. We appreciate you for your time. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, both Floyd, Schofield Jr. and Sr. Uh, with some great, like he said, headlines, clickbait. Um, wow. You know, they... I'm happy they signed because we get to see if the father is right. And uh, father-son's relationships in boxing have been flourishing and uh, making amazing history. You know, Danny comes to mind. Obviously, Jack and Shane Mosley, Danny Garcia, Angel Garcia, 
man, Omar Figueroa and his dad, right? Like, he, he made two champions. People might talk shit about Omar, but Brandon and Omar are champions. Um, shout out to that dad, you know. Uh, Martin, shout out to Barrio's dad. Uh, not, none as prominent or popular as Devin and his father, who are the blueprint now, right? Like, they took the Floyd Sr., Floyd Mayweather, and ran with it. But shout out to the father-sons, man. They're killing it in boxing. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Catch me on the next one. Manana, 6 a.m. in the morning. We rocking out every day. The Breakfast Club of Boxing, you already know. We're trying to get to 165,000 subscribers here. So I need you to go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do not forget... Future, present, past, it don't matter. You can subscribe and help us get to our goals. Numbers is power. The more subscribers, the easier these interviews. Right now, we're on 164,274, so we definitely need about another 700 to get to our next goal. Hopefully, we're there tomorrow. Catch me on the next one.